introduce him early on. Christian! How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Really good. Thank you so much for, for coming on, stepping into my living room as we go live at nine. <laughs> That's, all good. That's all good. It's a pleasure for me to be here. How you doing? Likewise. So I got I got a chance to, you know, connect with you when you came in and did the um pep rally with my high school, with my old high school. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. Was it was fun. nice to connect with you. It was. It really was fun. And thank you so much for doing it. And so after talking to uh, my brother Mo, shout out to Mo, I think he's on here somewhere. I was like, yo, I got a chance to dive into your story. And I said, I like this guy and I love his story and I got to get him on so we can we can talk about it. And he can really just talk about who he is and what he's all about. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Of course. So for those who don't know, on the line here with me, live at nine in my living room, I got um, Buffalo Bills on Christian Wade, who is a running back coming out of the UK. He is a 28-year-old rookie. And I promise you... <laughs> You, I was like a 28-year-old rookie. This is some newness that's, that's happening here. So, uh, what, of course, welcome. Welcome to, to Bill's Nation. And you've been here for, for a moment now. And yeah. so coming from rugby, you've made a transition into the NFL through the Player Pathway Program, which is really dope because they're finding, being able to really tap into talent from all over. So what made you say, yo, I want to go from being the star rugby player to testing my luck with the NFL? Um, for me, just kind of coming up, I've always been a, a fan of the NFL from afar. Um, but for for most of the American sports, it's really difficult to get into um, like the NBA, the NHL, like any of the American sports because of the, the way that the school system, the collegiate system is all put together. So unless you uh, like transfer or make it into like a college um, as an academic, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to like make it into the NFL, get drafted. Um, so I kind of didn't really see it as an option, but something that I've always wanted to do. Like I actually grew up wanting to uh, play in the NBA. <laughs> wow. But when I, I mean, when I got to 18, <clears throat> even before that, I just obviously Mike. I didn't grow much taller than six foot, so that obviously was a bit of a setback. And then obviously, as I grew older, I realized how hard it was, like I explained, to get into um, an American college and stuff. So that dream kind of went out the window, jumped into rugby, had a full career there. And um, yeah, the opportunity came along with the player pathway, which obviously was like almost like a gateway into the league if I could make the cut. And um, I went through the whole process and um, yeah, made it into the league and just trying to prove myself now to try and make it into the 53-man squad. So proving yourself, I mean, I get it. You got to prove yourself on the team that you're with. But, like, honestly, when I learned of your story, I said, yo, this is insane. Because, one, you know, I just talked to one of my good friends who played for the Green Bay Packers, and I watched him matriculate through high school, through college, through getting yep. drafted, and even just playing in the NFL and eventually getting a chip. But you're taking a very non-traditional route to where you're coming in, what some would say, at a disadvantage because you're a little bit older, but you're coming in with an advantage of playing a sport that doesn't require equipment. 
and you're mm -hmm. playing at a, an entire kind of same intensity. So what is that like and how can you kind of equate playing rugby with playing in the NFL? Because the speed is still the same, the aggression is still the same, just the yeah. techniques and I would say what the your position was because you were a wing in rugby. If you could share with us a little bit about what does a wing does? Because we know what a, a quarterback does, running back do. We like whistle, yeah. you know? You've been, you been doing your homework. Listen, I, it's, you got when you talking to a professional, you got to tap into the profession. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, a, wing, a, a wing in rugby is like, uh, for you soccer fans, it's like a striker. So I'm basically the guy that's on the outside. So there's two wingers. You have the left wing and the right wing. And we're the guys on the field um, that they try to get the ball to so we can use our speed and footwork to score a touchdown. But in rugby, it's called a try. So that was my position in, in rugby. So that's kind of where the, um, the translation of skills came, where people are like, oh, you could probably try American football and could potentially be successful if you learn the game because of the, the speed aspect and the ability to be able to make players miss using my footwork. That's where it kind of all originated from. Mm, copy. So the player pathway program, you know, you tapped into that. So while playing rugby, you're this star in the UK and you're like, you know what, were you just getting bored or were you just was like, all right, I want to try something <laughs> new. Like, how did that even, that transition happen for you? I mean, I was, play, I was playing rugby, obviously, since I was... Well, I went professional at 18, so as soon as I finished school, um, I went to college, or university, as we call it, back home. And um, I was doing um, university and rugby at the same time as being a professional, um, because it was, like, my first year, we was in the, I was in the academy, so that's kind of the equivalent of, um, I guess, being in the practice squad for NFL where you're probably unlikely to play, but you train with the team, you do everything with the team, but then you don't suit up on game day. Um, so I was in academy kind of in that level. So I had the opportunity to still go to university and still study um, for a couple of years before I started playing uh, regularly, which meant that I didn't have the time to study anymore. Um, but yeah, I just got to a point in my career where I had achieved everything I wanted to achieve. Um, and I'm a, I'm a person who always wants to challenge myself. I always want to challenge myself against the best athletes on the field. Um, I want to be the fastest, the strongest, uh, the most skillful, set records, all that sort of stuff. So playing in, in rugby, I had um, records that I had set for like most tries in the game, um, top try scorer on a few occasions in the league, in the season. Um, when I actually left the sport, I was third all-time top try scorer um, by the age of 25. Um, what else? Um, like, I had won awards for being the youngest... Um, sorry. I'm trying to remember what it is now. Play, player, of the, player of the season and players player of the season. So I was um, nominated by my peers to be like... They, 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 they kind of chose me as like the player that they saw was the best in that year. And I had the opportunity to win that in the same year, which no one had ever done. Um, so I had achieved quite a lot in my career. Um, and then when I saw the opportunity to do the NFL, I felt like that was some, that was kind of a, a challenge that I wanted to embark on where I was able to challenge myself against the best athletes in the world. Cause we all know that's where the best, best athletes are in the NFL. You've got the fastest players in the world, 
strongest. Like, there's some freaks in the NFL, you know. So, yeah. I figured if I could make the transition or at least leave rugby and then try and see what I can do, then I'll get the opportunity to test myself against those guys and see really where I'm at. And it's also an opportunity for me to be able to do something different. Um, so when I get to 60 years old and I have my kids and my family, I can say that this is something that I did, this is what I achieved, um, and I would have no regrets. Because wh while, I'm, while I'm young, fit and healthy, I want to make the most of the gift that God has given me. And if, that, if I, having the opportunity to play in the NFL was, was, a, was a big thing for me. And so like you, that it really is a big thing and you're really just looking at legacy. And I love that you're kind of just thinking far and far beyond like that. And, and the beauty is though, that opportunity that the pathway, the player pathway program was able to afford you. Now you're saying NFL has the best in the world. And I, I say the best in the United States because that's really just where the pot really was able to pull from. But now with this program, they're opening up to the world and we're able to tap into the best of the best and you being one of them that are now transitioning over and and being with the Buffalo Bills. Now, you know, coming to Buffalo, what was that transition like leaving the UK and coming to Buffalo where we have the best food ever? Like, how are you maintaining your weight? Well, I was blessed with a high metabolism, so I could eat what I want. And, right. you know, I don't have to worry too much about the food that I eat. So that's a... Uh, that's kind of lucky for me. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a big transition, just like it's completely different cultures living in England and the UK um, and then coming over here to America. There are some similarities, but it's definitely a lot different. Like, had to figure out where to, to, to go grocery shopping, um, different brands, um, even, like, driving on the other side of the road. Um, just like little basic stuff that you probably wouldn't even think about. It's just small things for the Americans. But then when I came over, it's just like everything's kind of different. But luckily, I'd spent time here in America, so it wasn't too much of a shock. Um, I've also got my fiance. She's American as well. She's from New York in Queens. So any Queens fans or people from Queens in the house, yeah, shout you out. But, um, yeah, so obviously being able to integrate was uh, was that much smoother, obviously, um, have, she lives with me, so I was able to kind of integrate that way. Um, and then I have family in Brooklyn as well, so shout out to my family in Brooklyn. My little cousin should be sleeping, but, you know, I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, the integration side wasn't too bad in terms of the cultures, but then when it came to, like, sport, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, I've been privileged to be able to travel around the world and play rugby in every, every single continent. Um, when it comes to sport, it's the same. You wake up, you train, you put in the hard yards, you play games, you recover, and you do it again. So in that respect, it's all kind of similar. But um, definitely the culture side was the thing that um, took, took a bit of time to get used to, but it wasn't too bad. So even with the culture transition, transition, like you said, the sports is the same, tenacity, focus, really knowing that you have to be disciplined and really put forth the effort every time you step foot on the field. But the field is different, right? The equipment you put on is different. Where rugby, it's just mm -hmm. you. You know, you grabbing that ball and you're out. Where in with American football, you know, here in the NFL, you're putting on equipment, a lot of equipment. You got to work mm -hmm. with the helmet. You know, in rugby, we get a chance to know yeah. you by, not just by your number and your last name, you know, but here in, in America with 
putting on your helmet. We really only know you by your last name and in some yeah. of, you know, your number. So now you have this equipment on. Um, is this slowing you down? Do you think it's still, you're still at the top speed that you're normally going at? You know, do you feel when it's time to tackle, are you more aggressive or is it the same approach? Like, what is that transition like? Well, to be honest, it, like, I, like I said, I, I've never played football in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I put a helmet on was uh, last, not last, so like a year, just over a year and a half ago, just over a year ago now. Um, in, I'm trying to think now, November, December, December. I think it was just over a year ago in December. Um, that was the first time I ever put a helmet on. And I felt like a bobblehead. So, you know, those like bobbleheads that are like, right. <laughs> the head. Well, I put it on, I was just like, wasn't used to this extra weight on my head. And I, it took me a minute just to kind of find my bearings without right. falling over. Um, and then as for the pads, the first time I put pads on was just, just like probably about just after. So I wore the helmet first, then I put pads on maybe like two months after that. And it was, it was, it took a little bit of time to get used to, but at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, once you, are running and doing your routes and stuff, you just kind of forget that they're there. And in terms of the impact on the field, um, it's kind of nice because <laughs> you don't feel the hits. Mm. Um, obviously in rugby, we are uh, we play both sides of the ball. So if we don't have the ball, then you're defending. So I have to make tackles just like a defender in, um, in football. And then when you have the ball, you're attacking. So you get to like run into people and obviously try to evade people as well. So um, in that respect, obviously, once like when I was getting hit with the pads on, it didn't, it did, you don't really feel it. So I had to get used to kind of taking hits, but not falling to the ground. Because obviously, once you fall to the ground, it's the end of the play. And because I'm not used to the kind of impact, it would catch me off guard. So there's, there are some, some things there where I have, I've had to get used to. Um, but that being said, because you wear the helmet, that's the part where I'm probably not used to yet because... I'll be trying to use like my limbs, the areas that aren't protected <laughs> to kind of protect myself. But against the helmet, the helmet's always going to win. So mm-hmm. I've actually got like a bruise on my, uh, my arm that's probably never going to go away now um, just because I didn't really know how to protect myself. But apart from that, I, I really enjoy it. I, I love the contact. And um, yeah, I'm just, just hungry for some more, you know? <laughs> yes. So it's a slight learning curve, you know, when it comes to yeah. Because, you know, I think... And also with the helmet, does it mess up like your peripheral view, like being able to kind of just see the field? Like, how are you able now to, because I think, in, you know, in rugby, you don't have to wear a helmet, but you can see the yeah. field and see your opponents coming. You can really watch the defenders and how they're moving. Mm-hmm. So how are you able to see the field now when, you know, paying attention to your quarterback and being able to stick and move? Yeah, so like it, the, the helmet, I don't know if it's my helmet because I'm, I realized that there's loads of different helmets. I didn't even know that there was <laughs> loads of different helmets. When I came uh, to the Bills, obviously I had my helmet that was kind of given to me the first time when I was trying out the helmets. And then when I got to the Bills, they were like, oh, what, what helmet do you want? I was like, what do you, what? What do you mean? And he, he was like, oh, show me the list. But I don't think he knew that I'd never played, like never played before. So he showed me the list, like, oh, there's all these, there was like 20 different helmets, like, safety um one that's like really safe one that's kind of not that safe and i was just like bro i don't know i started to ask one of the boys i was like what helmet you wear the other running back he's like this one i was like all right cool i'll, I'll have that one mm-hmm. but in terms of the vision like 
my mind's pretty wide, so I can see everything. Um, and it didn't really restrict my view. Apart from when I'm, because obviously for like punt return and special teams, I'll be catching some punts sometimes. And that was the only time where I kind of like lost the ball just because of the grill at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the ball's coming so fast. But more repetitions you do, the easier it came. So that wasn't really an issue. Um, but yeah, that's it. As far as the helmet's concerned, it didn't really, it didn't really hinder me that much. But in terms of being able to see the defenders on the field and trying to play the game, I mean, just it's the same thing really. The more repetitions I I do, the kind of easier it becomes, and I kind of try to find sort of um, rugby trans- like skills that I have to try and bring them into to football. I think right. that's the, the the quickest way I've learned is obviously from being a professional for over ten years. I try to take what I already knew in rugby and try to bring it across. Or if there's something that I learn in football, I try and relate it to something in, in rugby to try and help me accelerate and go forward a lot quicker. Absolutely. So as you're kind of just taking what you learned from rugby, when I think about, I used to play flag football, right? I enjoyed it. And okay, so okay. I had to learn the different routes. So we were doing flag or doing post, right? So yep. when it comes to the, the playbook, how different is the playbook from what you have in um, rugby to what you're learning now in the NFL? Is there like a learning curve? And I'm sure you're constantly probably watching film just so that you can really, you know, dive in. Yeah, it was, um, the, so we have kind of like a playbook, but it's not, we don't necessarily, we don't have like a, it's not extensive. So we might have, trying to think, we, it's more like startup plays. So like if, you, if you've ever played basketball before, the only mm-hmm. time we would use a play in rugby would be to, to restart the game. So if the ball went out of bounds, we, what we have the line out. So someone would throw it in and like you'd have the forwards who would lift the guy up in the air and there would be a contest there. They would have their own little plays, like little trick plays because they want to um, try to trick the other team into knowing, not knowing where the ball is going to be thrown to, whether it's the middle or the back or the front. Then off that, we would have like a nice little backs move where we'd have like switch plays and all kinds of stuff. They're the only times we would have like a play as such because the game's free flowing, the clock just keeps rolling. So it's more about just trying to play to space. Um, so that's, that's the game of rugby. When it came to football now, you've got this huge playbook, which is completely overwhelming. The first time I saw it, um, when we was doing our, uh, the player pathway program, they had like, uh, one of our trainers was, is Mike Sellers, the infamous Mike Sellers, 4-5, Washington Redskins. That's my mm-hmm. guy. But um, he, had, he still had his old playbook, so he showed me, and I was like, yo, like, how am I going to learn, like, all of this? Right. Because that's just the plays, that like, terminology is, like, basically telling you where you stand, what you're supposed to do when you hear the, the call from the quarterback. But that aside, I still, need to, I still need to learn the rules. I still need to learn what the route tree looks like, how I'm supposed to run. There's so many different, like, uh, nuances in the game that are outside the playbook, which just make it completely made it like really overwhelming for me. But the way the guys broke it down definitely helped me. We're just doing it in bite sizes every day, just little things, little things each day, and that's really how I was able to digest the playbook and really keep pushing on. Wow. 
and that that says a lot about your you know your ability to push because you're already coming in as a, as a star right and so then you're coming in as a star and it's like you're kind of now starting at the tunnel pole of having to build yourself back up and learning yeah. everything over again so that means you're always up for a challenge you know yeah. and you're looking to challenge yourself consistently so you know when i learned about you i was like wow this 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 guy is really pushing the envelope here because mm -hmm. he doesn't have the advantage like others of knowing the game since they were younger like his boys on your squad who play little league right yep. you know and they understood the game back then and so you're at a whole nother disadvantage but you're really taking it at, at a i'll say at a um uh an accelerated way because then you stepped on the field and you was out so let's kind of go back <laughs> to your first, your first game as a yeah. bills player like rushing 65 yards for a touchdown like yeah. sir sir it doesn't look <laughs> like you have a learning curve don't look like you came from the uk was playing <laughs> rugby before it looks like you just got drafted and you just here with the new legs and you out like you're, <laughs> you're gone i, I feel yeah. like you 30 miles per hour like where were you going <laughs> <laughs> nah that that moment for me was just was was huge just because like also i don't i understand how big preseason is but i think i don't really i didn't really understand how big it was until all the players were, were, were talking to me and just saying like I'm just we're just trying to get to preseason so we can get that film so that we can go to either make the team here or make the team somewhere else. And um for me it was even bigger just because this was the first time I was stepping on the field, the opportunity to kind of really be in the game and understand what it's like, take my first real hit. Um you know, just all those all those small things and obviously I've been working so hard since the day I retired from rugby in um, October 2018. All the way doing my own training until January, then January till April doing the, the, the pathway program. And then obviously once I got to um, the Bills, so I just see Keith Tobriz just came on. <laughs> he said, you need a cut. Well, <laughs> we a lot of us need cuts, man. We're on, we're on, we're on lockdown right now, but... Yeah, so when we got to preseason, it was just kind of my opportunity to, I guess, experience the game. Um, but I never thought I'd get the opportunity to like really score a touchdown. And I mean, when they when they called the play, obviously I made my reads, did all my checks and stuff. But then the front changed. So they obviously the whole game we kind of been setting them up, and then they moved the front, and I was like, "Yo, I'm cut, I'm cutting back." So I already knew where I was going before the before the ball was snapped. So as soon as we snapped the ball, took took two, three steps and then cut back and then I was just like, I'm going. And then yeah, that, that moment was really special because it just it just um kinda clarified it, what's the word? It kinda cemented um in my mind that I'm doing the right things just to keep trusting the process and um great things will happen. And that's that was the first kind of sign for me that I was heading in the right direction, that all the hard work that I've been putting in and even the move to NFL was definitely the right decision. And um, I just want to keep, I just since that moment, I just wanted to keep building on that and keep learning from everyone. Obviously I had the privilege to learn from Frank Gore, um, Shady McCoy as well was there at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and even my coach, Kelly Skipper, he's a great coach. Um, 
really believes in me and has just really been helping me. Just likewise with all the coaches at the Bills, we just got a great setup. Uh, Buffalo is a great city as well, and it's just it's just a just a great place to be, man. And like obviously this year, we made some more some more uh, additions to the team, so everybody's feeling good. Yo, so just to kind of just even go back to that, in addition to you hitting that TD off of your first run and just your mm -hmm. first touch, like your first touch, first touchdown, um, all in one moment, you know, and not only that, you were breaking tackles, like left <laughs> and right. So, I mean, like you said, it gave you your confirmation, but then it, it also solidified to me that you, you deserve a position every time. Um, just because of, one, the learning curve, two, coming in, at already in high stake of a player, you know, from where you were, but now coming here and saying, you know, now I got to buckle down and learn everything all over again. So now with this quarantine happening to where, yeah. you know, kind of just locked out in the house, how are you maintaining and keeping yourself in shape or even mentally um, keen on the game, you know, studying film, you know, who mm -hmm. are now some of your American players that you look to, you know, because, I think growing up, every young man who played football in Little League had an ideal player that was their go-to. And I'm yeah. sure you had George in rugby. But now transitioning, you know, now that you're here in a game, who are some of the greats that you have that you have studied? Because I've always been taught that you got to study the greats. You got to study the greats. So yeah, yeah. Who are your greats now in the NFL that you are studying. Well, I've been I've been studying guys um, like Christian McCaffrey, um, Alvin Kamara. Um, even Frankie G, obviously when he was at, uh, with us in the Bills, um, just players who I feel um, are similar to me, like similar size, similar build, the way they move and stuff, um, and things that I believe I could contribute to my team in terms of like uh, route running, just being able to, to get open, um, and then just using my elusiveness and speed in a run game to be able to get through holes and stuff. But for me, like you said, it's, it's a huge learning curve and I've kind of got to get to a stage where I'm confident in what I'm doing, um, where I can play the game at a high speed. And the way you get to that is by watching film, um, studying the plays, knowing what your linemen are doing so you can help them and they can help you. Um, but there's just so many different, so many different things in the game. But yeah, the guy, those, those are the guys I've been studying really, just McCaffrey, Kamara, um, I even looking at uh, some of Tyreek Hill's game, just the way he runs his routes. Um, uh, Tariq Cohen as well. Like, he's another guy I've been looking at. Just like I said, like, it's the same thing I used to do in rugby. People who have a similar build to me and the way they run or the way they play the game, I would try to emulate. I mean, it's not for me, there was no, not much point in me watching a rugby player who was like six foot four who used to run over people because I'm never going to be able to do that. So it's the same... In uh, football, I'm looking at guys who similar build, um, who I feel do stuff that I could do, and that's how I, that's how I, how I approach the game, the sport. I love it. And so, just even just going back to rugby, being a wing player and now in a running back, and you know, are there other positions that now, with you coming into the NFL, you're kind of looking at and seeing, you know, this is kind of similar to what I did in rugby, where I can actually play that, like you said, of playing both sides. Like, what mm. other positions you can see yourself possibly playing besides just being a running back? Um, well, special teams is definitely something that um, is relational to rugby in terms of, like, the kicking game, which is what we would call it. 
in uh, in rugby because that's as a wing as a wing player or what we call the back three. So you'd have the two wings on either side of the field and then a fullback. So it's it's not the same as a, uh, an American football footback fullback, but in rugby we have a fullback which, which is basically the guy who on defense stands behind the line and tries to protect the area behind us. So if they kick, he will be the last line of defense to catch the ball and kick it back or run it back with two, with the two wingers. Or when we're attacking, he will just slot in wherever he wants just to kind of help out and stuff like that. So that would be our fullback. And we would, as a back three, we would have to work on looking after the, the field behind us. And that, that would basically involve um, us kicking. So almost like a punt on the punt team where you kick and you have your gunners running down to chase it. That would be me and rugby as a winger. Mm. Um, or when you, if you flip the field, when they kick it, I'll be at the back catching the ball, trying to return it, or I'll be there with the fullback and we would both try to return it. So there's a lot of similarities there in special teams. Um, so that's an area that I'm obviously looking at trying to contribute to the team in. Um, and I mean, I watch players like uh, Cole Beasley in the slot and even like Tyreek uh, Tyreek uh, Hill in the slot and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like, there, there's definitely stuff that they do uh, that I feel like I could learn and do as well. Mm-hmm. But those guys are obviously special players. So it's kind of like, man, I don't know if I could get to that level, but I know that I have the capabilities to get there. But obviously there's a lot more to it, like lowering the defences, reading um, players' body language. There's so much so much stuff to it. But I know I have the skills and the capability to, to, to do what they do, but it's whether I, I'm going to get the knowledge and be able to actually put it into, into, into play. You definitely put it into play. And the ability mm. to transition the way you're transitioning, it's impeccable and it really just, again, speaks to your work. So, you know, just transitioning, and for me, I'm in radio. I'm a radio personality here in Buffalo and a couple other yeah. stations as well. And music is everything. I think music is a universal language, right? And recently I interviewed um, Afro B, he's from the UK. And so when it comes to who's on your playlist to get you ready for your games, like who are you bumping, whether you're in the UK or when, you know, when you're here, who's getting you ready? Who gets, gets you in your game, gets you in your game? Yeah, well, in, like, in the UK, uh, every, pretty much all the, all the big artists that you guys have over here, we're hearing them back in England as well. So you got you got Drake, Roddy Rich. Ah, that's my nephew's playing on the stage. <laughs> uh, he's only two, but he, he's, he's active, you know. When you're at that age yeah, of two, you, you, find an, you find everything to do. And you got that fake cry and stuff. But yeah, we, uh, uh, we've been listening to everything. So Roddy Rich, Drake, Jay-Z, um, just everyone really. Pop Smoke, Rest in Peace. Um, every artist and we have our own thing going on as well back home uh, with the UK kind of grime scene as well Stormzy uh, Kano Skepta uh, Lethal Bizzle um, Dave there's so many there's so many artists coming up Shaka mm-hmm. yeah for real <laughs> so my boy you know there's, that's one of my boys back home there's so many artists I'm missing a lot of people out but I, I'm I'm a musician myself for those really? who didn't know. Yeah, what yeah. You so you're you rap, you sing, what's going on? Nah, nah, nah. I I provide the music. So I play the drums. So I grew up in the church, so I've been playing drums since I was two years old, playing in church. Um 
and then sports sport and music is basically my whole my whole thing like that I do if I wasn't doing sport a bit like every NFL if I wasn't doing sport I would do music if I was doing music I would do sport but now for real though I play the drums um my younger brother his name is Adam Smiley Adam Smiley Wade take him out on the ground yeah you see yeah he's down there somewhere I see him I see him talking he uh he plays the drums he's a session musician so he's played for a lot of the artists that I just um just named and stuff in the UK um but yeah, I, I'm a musician, so I like all kinds of music. I'll be listening to everything, but yeah, that, nah, that's nah. how I get down, man. Okay, now we know I'm gonna see how we can get you on, you know, create a little Christian Way playlist or something for the station. We're gonna yeah, yeah, let's out. do it. Because I, I listen, <laughs> WBLK is, is the first station I um I found when I when I kind of got my first rental car, and I was just like, yeah, mm -hmm. this is this is my this is my jam, man. Every day I had it on in the car, to and from practice. Until I got uh, the, uh, a different car with DAB radio with uh, Sirius. Oh, you gonna leave us like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I know like it's crazy. Right? So now I just switch, switch, I switch in between, you know. <laughs> <laughs> as long as yeah. it's not Friday nights, 10 to 2, we, we cool, we here, we here. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of double back, and I, I feel like I should have known this. Um, with you saying you've grown up in a church and playing the drums, how important has your faith been in this mm -hmm. transition? Just even you know, becoming the star that you were in rugby and then taking this leap of faith to come on over to the NFL and believing in yourself like you like you have done. Um, how important was it that you had to maintain your faith? Because there's ups and downs in all sports where you could get an injured, you get injured, you know, you're believing in yourself. Things don't happen how you want. You, you're betting on the team and you may not get picked up or you busting your butt and working hard and it don't turn out how you would think it should, you know, how has your faith played a major part in you where you are today? Oh, it's definitely huge. Um, I mean, obviously, everything I do, I try to keep, put God, at the, put God first before everything I'm doing so that I don't kind of stray away from, like, his plan for my life. Um, and, I mean, in terms of my faith and stuff, I just put my trust in him that every step I take, every decision I make, is is from him first of all and also that he's going to take care of the, the the journey that i'm taking and i don't need to worry about what's going to come um any challenges and stuff because i know i can make it through just because every time i come up against obstacles throughout my career he's always whether that was the thing for me or it wasn't i don't let it uh kind of get me down because i know that obviously wasn't for me and i go through different seasons in my life where it might be a season where i'm injured uh, or a time when I'm playing really well and breaking records, another time where it might just be just normal and might not get as much attention and stuff. But I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be um, and things are just going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. As long as I keep my faith, you know what I mean, trusting in, in God, praying, staying prayed up, especially in times like this as well, um, that he's just going to guide me. And the whatever's inside me that drives me, my passions, my hobbies, like that's all from God, you know. So He's gonna mm -hmm. uh, make a way, or let allow my gift to 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 make a way for me. So that's mm -hmm. that's that's my belief, and I just keep pushing on. Your your gift have definitely made room for you, and in mm -hmm. in rooms in, in multiple countries now, and so you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it bring you before great men, right? You know, yeah, in yeah. that you were watching on television before, 
And, you know, I think that the beauty is that you're very humble and you're very grounded, even with all the many accomplishments, some that you even forgot to mention while mm -hmm. we're here, you know, having this conversation. So, you know, for me, I look at it as like it's a true testament to what hard work is. And, you know, before we get into these questions, I just really want to know, you know, what would be Christian Wade's three G codes to success? You know, I call them the go-getter codes. Codes that the make go -get. you Yeah, yeah. Codes that make you act, seek, and knock. You know, that make you got to yeah. get up, get out, go get it. What are your codes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, the first one is um, staying prayed up, for sure. Mm -hmm. So yes. that's like making sure God is at the center of everything you're doing. Um, oh, not everyone's a Christian, but you know you you need to find you need to find that rock in your life that's gonna keep you mm -hmm. on a straight and narrow. Um, definitely the grind, because every day is a grind. I was uh, so I've got like obviously my some of my family staying with me because uh, obviously it's, we're on lockdown and stuff, so we can't go mm -hmm. nowhere. So we're all in the house, um, and right now obviously I'm we're doing like our off-season program virtually. And obviously our uh, training program is down to us. And I was like, yo, I really don't feel like going outside and running uh, 1.5 miles today, but we have to grind, you know? So mm -hmm. I was like, I will find a way, you know what I mean? Get myself up, put some Kanye on, Shaka, <laughs> whoever the yes. artist is, and get my mind right to go out there. Um, so definitely the grind. And then the, that leads me to the next one, which is the mindset. It's all about the mentality, having that Mamba mentality, that, uh, that you know what I mean, that go-getter mentality, like you've been saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you don't do it, no, no, no one's going to do it for you. So you've got to have that mindset that every day you're going through the process, doing what you need to do, waking up, whether it's studying or um, working out, whatever it is. You know what I mean? You have to wake up every day, have that mentality that you're going to get it and then wake up, do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. That's it. Got to be a go-getter. You got to grind it out. And for, sure. for, for some, because, you know, we, we tend to mentor a lot of our, our young men and, of course, young women. And just they, mm -hmm. they have dreams and goals and aspirations of reaching the peaks you have reached. And you have gone in an unorthodox way because of great opportunity that came your way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, I'm just really in awe at the NFL path, you know, player pathway program. I think it's a dope opportunity. And I really believe like meeting players like you from the UK, there's so many people out there who deserve an opportunity. You know, what do you say to those who are young, who have dreams and goals like you, um, you know, when it comes to wanting to play at a professional level? Um, for me, it's, it was just about the basics. Like everything boils down to the basics. Um, Cause I didn't, I didn't start. I was playing all kinds of sports. I was doing basketball, football, or soccer, as we call it back home. Um, I was doing every, I was doing track, and when it came down to when I came along to rugby, it was I was kind of in the, uh, the position I'm in now, trying to learn the rules, do all this stuff. But I always, um, when I was, whenever I spoke to the younger guys or people coming through, I always just my my advice is just the basics. So in rugby, it was. Like get get your passing on left and right hands, get that to to the best you can get it. Your tackling, get that to the best you can get it. Um, your your footwork and agility, get that to the best you can get it. And that's what's going to carry you through. If you look at all the greats in every sport, it's all about the basics. Doing the basics extremely well, that's what's going to carry you through. Mm -hmm. And that's that's that that would be my advice to 
to people doing sport, trying to come through, or, or whatever your craft is. It could be music too. If you do the basics really well, like in music, if you got your timing and you're sitting on that click with the metronome and you're holding a band together, whatever uh, music, music uh, whatever instrument you play, that's going to carry you through in the long run. That's going to give you longevity. And then obviously, if you can get creative with everything else outside of that, that's cool. But the basics is what's going to get you through. I love it. The basics. Well, listen, I'm not going to hold you any longer because Instagram will tap out on us within an <laughs> hour. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I really appreciate the gems you dropped today and just even the hard work that you're putting in because it's a testament. Like, there's no excuse. You transition from a whole nother country and you tap it into what we have here and you're really doing a great job. You know, I'm still off the first touch. You ran, you ran them 65 yards. <laughs> And without and got a TD, so I'm looking forward to checking out the season. And yep. you know, we're going to be rooting for you, rocking that number 45. Everybody, make sure you get it. Four five, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, yes, uh, yes. Thank you so much, Christian. I appreciate you. Shout out to Mo Badger for hooking this up. I was on Mo, yep. like Mo, make sure your man is going here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He called, he called me just before and was like, "Yo, are you ready?" I was like, "For what?" Like I, I was paying it. I was paying a trick on him. He's like, yo, we're about to go on. I was like, what do you mean, man? What do you mean? <laughs> I was winding him up, but nah, Mo's a great Good. guy. And Dennis, too. He big is, up Dennis, he... man. Big up Dennis Wilson, man. Oh, yes. I see D. Will. Bruce? And, of course, thank you again for tapping in with our students. We appreciate you. And um, wish you the best for this season, a healthy season. Preferably have a season. And uh, thank, you. thank you so much. I appreciate you. Anytime. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.